You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Good morning, family. I greet you in the wonderful name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful Friday today where so many families all over the world are meeting in their homes due to the COVID-19 situation that we have. It's almost like Israel that had to meet in their homes together, place the blood on the doorpost, enjoyed a meal together, and because they did that, the angel of death passed them by. Let's start by praying. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, your tremendous grace, Father. Lord, every person that's listening right now, Father, Lord, as they hear my voice, let them hear your voice upon my voice, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Be their strength, be their shield, be their protection, O Father. Let them be aware of your presence as you encompass them, with your love, with your goodness and your mercy. Lift up every person's spirit, O Lord, to where you are. Give them strength in their inner man, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let them be aware of the friend that they have in the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus, O Lord. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. As we submit, commit and dedicate every one of your sons, your daughters, your servants unto you. Let your blood speak for them. Let your mercy speak for them. Let your favor speak for them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. My prayer is truly that you would be aware of God's presence on this Friday. It's because of what Jesus did on the cross that we can experience peace today. There's so many things going around. There's so much fake news that you're reading right now and you almost ask yourself, what is the truth and what is a lie? And, and maybe people are just mixing it up all together. And we see in the book of Isaiah 53, the prophet came and he prophesied and he said, whose report will you believe? I want to read from Isaiah 53 from verse 1 to 5. The Bible says, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Family, the prophet prophesied here and he said, whose report will you believe? I think today more than ever, we have to believe the report of the Lord. There's so many things happening around us. Our world being shaken. So many uncertainties right now. People wondering, where will they be able to buy food? Will I have a job next week? Will we ever gather together as a church again? Family, I want to assure you on this Friday, this one I've read here with the prophet Isaiah prophesied became the basis of our faith. It's the foundation, it's the, it's the solid ground that we find ourselves upon. A matter of fact, this 
has become the basis, the foundation for all answered prayer. By his stripes, we are healed. God spoke to Abraham and he said to Abraham, I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your protection. I'm going to be your exceedingly great reward. When we look at the book of Job chapter 1, the Bible says that, that God placed a hedge around Job, around his family. Family, I want to assure you as a, as a Christian, when you've accepted this report, that Jesus Christ died upon the cross for you, it's become the basis of our faith. As the Israelites obeyed God's word, your obedience is the only proof of your faith. In times like this, it's important to know that you have a solid foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. Our heart is the foundation. In the times that we find ourselves right now, what do you believe? Whose report will you believe? The fact that you've accepted what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for you, doesn't mean that you won't have any challenges. Remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when we read the Bible, they still went into the fiery furnace. But it was in the furnace where God was their shield, was their protection, was their exceedingly great reward. They didn't smell of the smoke or anything. The heat was there, but it didn't burn them. In the same way, a lot of us are feeling the heat of everything that's going on. But I want to encourage you as you find yourself on that solid foundation, Jesus Christ. Whatever your cares, whatever your worries, you can put it in the hands of Jesus and he'll put his peace in your heart. Ephesians 1 verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of of his grace redemption through the blood of Jesus because we accept the sacrifice what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross redemption has become ours salvation has become ours healing has become ours it's a fact answered prayer is not based on me how I feel it's not even based upon me being a pastor God shouldn't even answer my prayers because you may be serving as a deacon or you're a homesa leader. Maybe some people would say, but I've, I've cried so much. I've gone through so much. God must answer my prayer. Some might even say, I give my tithe. I give money. God should answer my prayer. Family, not one of those things is the grounds or the basis or the foundation for answered prayer. The reason why Jesus answers our prayers why God listens to our prayers, why the hand of the Holy Spirit moves, is because of what Jesus did on the cross. Make a decision to allow that foundation to be settled in our hearts. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was so convinced that Jesus is their deliverer. They said to the king, King, we want you to know whether our God delivers us or not. He is our deliverer. Because it was based on something that was solid, something that was sure. You might not be in a church this morning, but the truth is, you are the church. This is the real test of our Christianity. Many people want to be a Christian when they go to church. But this is your real test this morning. 
where you're sitting in your home, where you're listening to this message, maybe on your TV, on your computer, maybe even on your phone. God looks right into your heart and he can see if Jesus Christ is that solid foundation in your life. When you're standing upon that rock, Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, even if the world around you is being shaken, you can have peace. You can be calm. You can know that Jesus holds you in his hands. Family, when we accept the sacrifice, that redemption came through Jesus Christ. I mean, when you're aware of the fact that he who knew no sin became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, in your heart it brings an awareness of God's righteousness. His ability has become your ability. When you're aware of God's righteousness, you'll be aware of his presence then whatever you are going through, whatever is coming against you, you will know that Jesus Christ is with you. That's a solid foundation. When everything's being shaken, you're going to hold on. Find your feet on that solid foundation, knowing that His blood speaks for you. His mercy speaks for you. This better covenant speaks for you. Better promises speaking for you, not based on what you've done, but what Jesus Christ has done. We thank God for that. We bless God for that. It's an awareness of God's righteousness that brings an awareness of God's presence. And when you know God is with you, whatever comes against you, you know nothing can come against you. God will see you through in Jesus' mighty name. I want to read the scripture from Psalm 61 verse 1. It says, hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. David here is praying and he's saying, Lord, I'm crying out to you. Hear my prayer. Then he says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Family, what Jesus did upon the cross is that solid foundation. Jesus is the rock that's higher than you and me. A rock where we can find our feet and we can know that we're on solid ground. Whatever is coming against us, we know God will see us through. This Easter, I want to encourage you to, to focus upon this rock, to focus upon the solid ground that God has placed beneath us. We are gathering together in our homes. Let us be aware of the of the love of God, of the mercy of God. It's because of God's redemption, because of His salvation, because of His sanctification, that we can be aware of His presence. Remember, when God removes condemnation from your heart, you will stop to condemn. When God removes the turmoil in your heart, you'll be at peace. Even though there's a storm around you, God will be the one, the peace on the inside of you, ready to take you from where he is to where he wants you to be. This is the power that has been made available for every Christian through Christ Jesus, what he has done upon the cross. Remember, when you accept the sacrifice and you become born again according to the word of God, the first work of the Holy Spirit 
is to regenerate your spirit. Now you are born of love. When you are born of love, it means you have God's ability to love others. You can now love the way that God loves. And you can forgive the way that God has forgiven you. This is the power of the gospel. Those that have hurt you, those that have offended you, those that have wronged you, you can forgive them as Jesus Christ has forgiven you. That's the power of the gospel. That's why we say thank you, Jesus, for dying upon the cross for me, for you, O Lord, so that we can become like you. And we thank God for that. At a time of Easter, we should make a decision to love more. We should make a decision to forgive more. Show the love of God. Jesus Christ paid the price in full upon the cross. I think one of the most important things, the challenge to all Christians, now that we're not coming to church, we have to show people Jesus. Show people that Jesus lives on the inside of you, on the inside of me. It's a challenge. Many people today cannot go to church. They have to stay at home. Christianity is all about relationship. It's all about friendship. Jesus died upon the cross to restore relationships. I want to encourage you even today. There's so many ways that you can communicate with people. Call somebody. Um, FaceTime them. You can even Zoom like many people are doing and have some conversations, chat to some friends. Do not neglect the assembly of the saints. Although we are doing it differently, stay connected. Our relationship with God depends far more on our relationship with those around us than what we realize. Because we love God and we love people. We love God with all our heart, but the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So put an effort in, even in this time where people's hearts have been gripped with fear. Encourage them with the love of God so that they can see that Jesus is alive. So that they can see and know that God died to restore relationship. Remember, it is our union with the Lord Jesus Christ that allows us to have communion with the Father. Let me read from 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat. This is my body which is broken. For you do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. It's very interesting that the Bible says the body that we take is that bread is not bread. It's the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. The wine, the cup that you drink, the grape juice that you drink, says, it is the blood. It says, and when you do that, you do it in remembrance of my death. What is the basis of all answered prayer? 
the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, the price that was paid in full. The Bible says if you partake of this and you discern it and you know what God has done for you, healing will come to you. Deliverance will come to you. Salvation will come to you. He says, do this as often as you want to. You often hear of people having communion in the mornings and the evenings. Many people having it three times a day. It doesn't matter how many times you have communion. The most important thing is that when you do it, you do it in remembrance of his death. The price that was paid. I want you this morning to find the peace, the assurance, the, the solid foundation, the basis in your heart to believe that Jesus paid the price in full. That good foundation is our hearts. Make sure that Jesus Christ is that good foundation. The Bible teaches us in this same book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 3, that no other foundation can be laid but Jesus Christ. Make sure that you have a solid foundation and that foundation is Jesus Christ. When you have that solid foundation, now even when you pray in the name of Jesus Christ, asking the Father, don't look at yourself. Maybe you have some symptoms. Don't look at the symptoms. Maybe you've not been able to, to eat the way that you've always been eating. Don't look at all those situations and circumstances. But now when you pray, the Bible says, look to Jesus the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. When you wonder if God will pay, or when, if you're wondering whether God will answer this prayer, look to the cross where the price was paid. Family, when people are looking for healing, when people are looking for salvation, when people are looking for deliverance, redemption, they think if I can get that, it will be the end. It's not the end. It's a means to an end. When people are looking for all these things, what they're actually looking for is Jesus Christ. The book of Romans 8 verse 32 teaches us that if God the Father did not withhold Jesus Christ, He gave the beauty of heaven to you and to me, why will He withhold any good thing from us? This is so reassuring to know that God loved you so much that he gave Jesus. Family, there can be no loving without giving. In this time, I want to encourage you. You may know of some people that are going through challenging times. Maybe they don't have food. Maybe it's just you showing some love by buying and giving them a loaf of bread and, and some milk. Just reaching out and, and helping in some way. Maybe it's some nappies for a baby. Maybe just some food. Maybe it's you just even calling somebody and saying to them, I want to encourage you on this Friday that Jesus loves you. Family, it's this love of God in our hearts that expels all kinds of fear. Fears grip people's hearts more than anything else. The fear of Corona is more dangerous than the Corona itself. Because that fear can paralyze you. But the Bible teaches us that when you take the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are eating the body of Christ. His body that was broken so that you can be whole. The Bible teaches us that blood that you are drinking 
brings healing. It brings sanctification. The Bible says that Christ, when he died on the cross, he absorbed the curse. He removed the curse. A curse is when God's presence has been withdrawn from a person. Then you are cursed. But you are blessed. Because God has made a way through Jesus Christ, through the, the death upon the cross. His union with Jesus or our union with Jesus allows us to have communion with God. Jesus prayed in John 17 and he said, Father, I'm in them and they are in me. I'm in you so that the world will believe that you've sent me. He actually said, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given them. Family, through Christ's death, glory has been restored back to mankind. Remember the book of Romans teaches us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Do you know what that means? From the beginning, God had planned glory for you and for me. Jesus, when he prayed in John 17, he said, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given them. Family, his ability has become your ability. Your union with Jesus allows you to have communion with the Father. His ability has become your ability. The way that Jesus loves you, you can now love people. That's the love that the world needs right now. That love removes all fear, all doubt. You might even sit there with some symptoms right now. Family, I want to encourage you. You can be sick and still be a friend of Jesus. You can be going through tough times and be a candidate for heaven. Never look at your situation through what you are going through to determine your relationship with God. God loved us, married us, died for us when we hated Him, when we wanted nothing to do with Him. He showed us a more excellent way to take us from where we are to where he wants us to be. Even Jesus Christ died once. You know what that means? It teaches us that what we are going through right now, we're going to go through it once. Daniel went into the lion's den once. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego went into the fiery furnace once. By the grace of God, we declare we'll go through this COVID-19 once. And God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be and allow his glory to shine in your life. May this be a time where you draw closer to God. Use this opportunity even with your family to, to pray more together, to show the love of God to so many people and see what God will do in your life. So family, even we, you may be right there where you are as a family decide to have communion right now. When you have communion, you accept his sacrifice. When you drink the cup of the Lord, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you eat the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Bible says you do it in remembrance of his death, what you are proclaiming is what Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. This has become the basis of answered prayer. You can put your trust in Jesus who is the same yesterday, today and forever. If he answered prayers in the past, he's going to answer your prayers now and he will answer your prayers in the future. I want you to meditate and think about this. Jesus Christ, the beauty of heaven, the Son of God, no sin, absolute perfection, the righteousness of God. That Son that Jesus loved so much, He did not withhold it from you. He gave His very best. He planted his very best. And today, you and me, we are born again because God paid the price, the price in full for you and for me. I want to encourage you on this Easter. Love is the thing that brings people together. Love is the thing that expels all shades of fear out of people's hearts. Remember, as a Christian, you are born of love. When you are born of love, God's ability has become your ability. Family, meditate. This Friday, meditate upon the fact that God did not withhold Jesus Christ from you. And if he did not withhold Jesus Christ from you, the Bible says, with him, he will freely give you all things. The healing that God has got for you is free. The salvation is free. The redemption, the breakthrough, it's free. What God is asking of us today through his word, through the prophet Isaiah, he's saying, whose report will you believe? Will you believe that Jesus died on the cross? Will you believe that he paid the price in full? That because he died on the cross, you can enter into a relationship with him. Remember, the blood of Jesus, we see it flowing seven times. Seven times just for you and for me. The blood of Jesus, the first time when Christ was in the garden, busy praying and drops of blood formed on his head because of the intensity, because of the fear, praying and interceding for you and me. His blood was flowing so that we never, ever have to pray in that way. The next thing, remember, they came, they humiliated him, they grabbed his beard, they, they plucked out his beard. and Blood started flowing once again. Jesus being humiliated so that you never have to be humiliated in that way. Remember, they took Jesus and they gave him lashes on his back. The Bible says, by his stripes, we are healed. The blood of Jesus flowing once again to bring healing to you and me. They took a thorny bush. Speaks of the curse upon this earth being placed upon his head, pushed into his head. Blood started to flow again, family. Jesus took that curse upon him. Galatians 3 verse 13 says, Cursed is every man that hangs upon the tree, but Christ has absorbed that curse. By dying on the cross for you and me. Jesus taking the cross upon himself and walking 
being weak, being beaten. He fell to the ground. His knees open, blood flowing once again so that his yoke can be easy and his burden can be light for you and me. When they took him, they placed him upon the cross and opened up his hands. They nailed the nails into the cross, placing him there. His blood was flowing once again for you and for me. Redemption, sanctification, being cleansed from all unrighteousness. His blood flowing for you and me. Jesus being lifted up, hanging on the cross there. The soldier came and took the spear and pushed it into the side, into his heart. And water and blood came out, showing us that the only way to the Father is through the circumcision of our hearts. The blood started flowing once again. Jesus' blood has become the basis of all answered prayer. His blood is speaking for you. His mercy is speaking for you. Romans 8 verse 3, the Amplified Bible says, For God has done what the law could not do. Its power being weakened by the flesh, the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit, sending His own Son in the guise of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin, God condemned sin in the flesh, subdued, overcame, deprived it of its power over all that accept the sacrifice. Whose report will you believe in this morning? Make a decision to accept that Jesus Christ has died for you and for me upon the cross. He loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for you and for me. So we can find ourselves on a solid rock, solid foundation. David said, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Family, let that be our cry this morning with so much uncertainty. Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Every time you have communion, you are embracing, acknowledging, confessing that you accept what Jesus has done upon the cross. He says, when you have communion, you do it in remembrance of my death. There is redemption in the sacrifice. There is sanctification in the sacrifice. There is healing in the sacrifice. There is breakthrough in the sacrifice. Accept that sacrifice in this morning. Be aware of the blood of Jesus that covers you. Family, I want to close with this and say whatever you are facing right now, Jesus Christ is not embarrassed by your situation. Whatever you are facing right now, Jesus Christ died for that very thing. He is looking for you and He wants you to accept the sacrifice. Not say whose report will we believe. You know whose report you can believe. You know in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you. Whatever you are going through is going to take you from where you are to where He wants you to be. Make a decision this morning to accept what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you on the cross. And I assure you, you will find yourself on a solid rock, a solid foundation, knowing that you don't have to look to yourself what you have done for God to answer your prayers, but you can look to the cross where the price was paid 
in full. We thank you for that, Lord. We bless you for that in Jesus' mighty name. Right there where you are sitting in your homes, I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, Lord, thank you for your blood that speaks for your people. Lord, I pray the blood of Jesus over every family member right now. I pray it over their homes, Father, over their businesses, Father, over their careers. Lord, where children are studying, we pray the blood of Jesus over them. Let your blood speak for them, Lord. Let your mercy speak for them, Lord. Let your favor speak for them. Be their shield, be their protection, be their exceedingly great reward. Father, in this time, grant unto your people the kind of faith you need for all their needs to be met, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, that we have a friend in the Holy Spirit that fights for us, O Lord, to keep evil away, to bring good things to us, to solve problems for us, even make our way straight and smooth, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that, Lord. Lord, we've come as your people, and we ask, O Lord, manifest your strength in our weakness right now, Father. Let your name be glorified in us and through us, O Lord. Lord, as we come as your people right now, we focus upon Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. O Master Jesus, even as you pray for Peter, that his faith will not fail, O Lord, I pray for your people right now, Lord. Help them, strengthen them in their inner man, O Lord, that their faith will not fail. Lord, grant unto us grateful hearts, sincere hearts, hearts, Lord, that will not be grudges, Lord, but hearts that are quick to forgive. Touch your people right now, Father. Touch their tongue with a coal from your altar that they may speak the oracles of God. Make their words as pure and holy as yours, O Lord, in this time in Jesus' mighty name. Act in your people that their thoughts will be holy, Lord. Act in them that their words will be holy. Act in them, O Lord, that their deeds will be holy. We ask, Lord, burn around your people like a wall of fire for your name to be glorified within, O Lord. We ask, Lord, let this fire irritate, frustrate, blind, paralyze, consume everything that's not of you, Lord. As you have said, a fire goes before us, O Lord, to burn up our enemies round and about, O Lord. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, continue to commit yourself to your people's protection. Continue to commit yourself to their health and their strength, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Continue to commit yourself to their callings, Lord, their purpose, O Lord, and perfect it in their lives, O Lord. Continue to commit yourself, even in this time, to their blessing and their prosperity, O Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We come as your people, O Lord, and we say we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love you, precious Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon your people right now and enter their souls, O Lord. Touch and change their hearts, O Lord. Help us to do your will now and forever, O Lord. And we give you praise for that. We thank you for that, O Lord. We receive for your people, O Lord, right now from your throne room, everything that's good, everything that's pure, everything that's holy, 
everything that builds up, everything that encourages, everything that strengthens, everything that will glorify your wonderful name, O Lord. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that in Jesus' mighty name. O Holy Spirit of faith, remove all doubt in this time. Holy Spirit of humility, remove pride. Forgive us of our pride, O Lord. Holy Spirit of goodness, forgive us our evil deeds. O Holy Spirit of self-control, forgive us our greed, O Lord. Holy Spirit of love, forgive us our hatred and unforgiveness. Fill us, O Lord, in this time with your love until it overflows to others. Fill us, O Lord, with your love until it overflows to others, O Lord, so that we will have a heart ready to help your people, O Father, to show your goodness, to show your mercy. Empower us as the church in this time, O Father, as you turn hearts back to you, Father. Prepare people's hearts, O Lord, for revival. Prepare people's heart for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, O Lord. Sanctify our hearts. Cleanse our hearts, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this solid foundation that you have placed on the inside of us, Jesus Christ. Help us, O Holy Spirit, to build with wisdom, precious stones, gold, silver, that which fire cannot consume, O Lord. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. We give you praise for that. Lord, take your people from where they are to where you want them to be. Let your blood speak for us. Let your favor speak for us. Let your mercy speak for us. Lord, as we ask this, we look towards the cross where the price was paid in full. And we say thank you, Lord, that we can receive it right now for your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. We thank God for his goodness and his mercy. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go and show the love of God. Manifest the love of God, not only with words, but manifest his love through deeds. Remember, faith without works is dead. So go out and go do something to, to show the love of God. Go and expel fear from people's hearts by demonstrating the love of God. We love you and we thank God for your lives and you are in our thoughts and in our prayers and we need your prayers like you need our prayers. God bless you until we meet together again in faith. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.